Hello. Hello. It's working this time. Yay. We are away only several days late, but it has been your birthday, so waffle time can wait. It has been my birthday. Um, get your happy birthdays in there to our Twitter. Uh, best one wins nothing, but we'll appreciate <laughs> it massively. <laughs> this is Lord of Old Waffle, the show where we take you through the, everything we watch, the news, anything we can bother talk about, really. Anything we find slightly interesting. Yeah, in the film world. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm Katie. And today we have many, many, many topics. Lots of stuff on the, on the waffle agenda. So we have some new stuff to add to the structure. Oh. Structure changes. This is a surprise to me as well. You exciting. Very exciting. So today we're talking about... <clears throat> it's been a while, so this is a real hodgepodge of stuff. Uh, Bo is afraid. I always thought it was Bew. Apparently it's Bo. It's Don't Bo. Don't un- quite understand how. Um... Because you can't spell a name, Mike, as in B.O. Bull Burnham. Well, he's very brave and a comedian. Yeah, but great. Yeah, not disputing that. Sorry, Bull Burnham. I don't know why Katie said you can't have your name. B.O. Burnham. uh, The second trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, (coughs) Quantum Mania. Oh, bad time for Flem. And then (laughs) we're talking about Glass Onion, which came out ages ago, but we only just watched it. Mythic Quest Season 3. Meet Cute of Pete Davidson. Kaylee Kukul, I don't know how you say her last name. <laughs> it's very no. confusing. Rom-com, Emily the Criminal, A Man Called Otto, and M. Thregan. Um, a lot of stuff to waffle about as today. As always, we start with trivia. You have to get two of three to um, to pick first what we talk about. To pick what we talk about first. Okay. Uh, what was the name of the toy company in Megan? Funky. It was Funky. It was fun. Boom. Sucking egg, Mike. get that one. Right, now this one, I'm going to have to just quickly load up because I have it in my head, but I may be wrong. Well, what was I've, the name? that's cheating. What was the name of Otto's wife? Oh, God. Is it like Sylvia? You're going for Sylvia. Or Sylvie. You're going no, for Sylvia. S- you're going for Sylvie? Sylvia. Sylvia, final answer? Yeah. Sonia. Oh. We would say Sonia, but they say Sonia. Fuck. So say sorry, Sonia, first of all. Sorry, Sonia. Yep. Also, sorry, Sonia, because I <coughs> say it weird. And my favourite question, um, and something we'll definitely talk about when we get onto the subject. How did Megan try to send Katie, the child of the film, to sleep? Singing Titanium. Mm-hmm. Who sings that song? Sia. I, honestly, I thought it was David Guetta. <laughs> is, is it not David Guetta? Does David Guetta sing it, Mike? Yeah. No, he doesn't. He's got a voice of an angel. He doesn't sing Delightful. it. Delightful. Very high-pitched. <laughs> named David. <laughs> Titanium. David Getter. Boom. David Getter featuring Sia. Boom. David Getter. Yeah, but you said who Mm-mm. sings Mm-mm. it, Mike. I David win. Getter like, makes I the win. song. That's not I true I get to all. pick first. That's bullshit. <laughs> 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 Sia. You even said it, Sia. It's David Getter featuring Sia. Right, so she's in the song, so I'm right. Yeah, she's not the main artist. She's singing. If you want to cheat your this way to this outrage. point, you want to cheat your way to this point, you can do it. What a way to start the year! Okay. Lying and what waffle. do you want to talk about first? I, I'm, I'm outraged, and I think our listeners will be as well. That you want to start off with a with a cheat. I'm so cross right now. <laughs> Go on. What do you want to talk about? Ugh. Let's do trailers first. I also think we should always do trailers first. So, would you want to go? You is afraid. As I'm going to call it the whole way through. I'm not going to call him Bo or the Ant Man trailer. Let's start with Ant Man. Ant Man. Save you for later. Because you won't talk about Bow and you've pissed me off. <laughs> uh, Ant Man. Uh, so we're less than a month out now. A month today. It comes out on the seventeenth. Mm. A month today. Boom. 
on the day of recording. What uh, an exciting time. I'm very excited. Me too. I wasn't... I mean, I am excited for it, but Phase 4 has been disappointing. I've talked about it on previous waffles. You have. So I wasn't too excited, but it's it's amped me up. I'm ready. The second trailer, I think, is much better than the first. There, yep. are, there is some questionable uh, CG in there. Yep. When Moldock's mask is up and you can see the guy's face, it looks questionable. Certain bits of the Quantum Realm look questionable. Is it possible... Correct me if I'm wrong because of my lack of film knowledge. Is it possible that it looks a bit naff in the trailer, but they'll perfect it for the film? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, like, you've got to say it's a two-hour film. Say yep. it's two hours, two, I think it's two hours 20 or something. You're probably looking at at least an hour 50 is just in the quantum realm. So it's just CG for every shot. Yeah. So it is tricky. Um, Must be weird filming. But then it's just not really an excuse, is it, for it to not look good when it's got that sort of budget? Well, yeah, yeah. But beyond that, um, the fight between Kang and Ant-Man looks amazing. Like that man's going to die. Just, just a fist fight. Yeah. I love seeing people just have a fist fight. Like, I like seeing him shrink and stuff and throw stuff and make them bigger and smaller. Mm. But just seeing two people just kick ten bells of shit out of each other is always more fun. It is always more fun. I don't think he's going to die, though. I think I think he can't die, really, can he? And, and to be fair, if he does die... I want him to die, die. Not this bullshit bringing him back shit. <laughs> Not this bullshit bringing him back shit. Die. Well, they've been, I don't want him to die. Kill off the wasp. No one gives a fuck about that. Mm, I, I think the old... The, I think uh, Hank Pym and Michelle Pfeiffer's character, Janet. Janet, I think they'll both die. Yeah, from old age. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a bullshit death. I'm amazed Hank has lived to the third film. I thought he was a goner in Ant-Man 1. They'll do it for a tearjerker, won't they, Marvel? Love a tearjerker. Get them all day away at Pete Parking Spaces, don't they, <laughs> in the studio? That one's going to take his ticket. Also, uh, Kang just looks mint. Kang does look mint. I can't wait to see a full film of, here's the new bad guy. Like the tagline of witness the start of a new dynasty. Obviously, we're getting the Kang dynasty, or dynasty, as again, as they say in America. No, what do we say? Dynasty. Dynasty. We don't say dynasty. Americans say dynasty as well. No, they say dynasty. No, they don't. So, yeah, they do. I don't think they do. Taylor Swift song doesn't. That's a great American dynasty. Maybe she's not really American then. Could we? Could, are we sure that she is American? Very sure, yeah. Well, we'll never 13 know. Thirteen-year-old me is screaming inside. Mike, <laughs> don't piss me off even more. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited. I think it'll be really good. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm. I'm just. I'm, the one thing I do find weird is obviously they recast his daughter. Mm-hmm. Which Catherine. made you think she'd have a huge part in this one? Catherine Newton is the new actress. Mm-hmm. From the trailer, she just doesn't seem to have a very big part. I don't think she will have a big part. The building her up for the Young Avengers. You think? For the future. That would make sense, yeah. Casting purposes. Better I mean, to recast yeah. her now than it is for yeah. Young yeah, Avengers. Yeah, if you're going to do it, it you want to do it as early as possible, don't yeah. you? It's very harsh on the, the actress harsh. who played her in Endgame. But, no, um, moving on. Bo's yeah. afraid. Bo is afraid. Um, so this is from Ari Aster, who did Hereditary and Midsummer, two films that frightened me massively. Yeah. Um, and genuine, not like just scare, like proper frightened me, because they, they, they were both like, this could happen. So it yeah, proper they're proper me horrors out. for me. And so I'm, I'm slightly relieved that this one doesn't Looks look scary. Lighter. Yeah. It looks super weird, probably yep. equally as weird as the two that came before. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't look like the sort of film that's going to, you know, leave me awake at night. <laughs> yeah. I'm ex- and and to get Joaquin Phoenix in as well is such a coup. I know. Like, 
love whacking, love a bit of whacking. And it looks so crazy. Like, it's probably the most excited I've been by a trailer. It just looks really original. Cool. Really cast. original. And to, 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 like, to have... Visually looks weird and cool. Yeah. And yeah. I like that the Ari Aster, <clears throat> he's kind of always taken a weird risk. So he obviously did Hereditary. And then he made a horror film that was pretty much set entirely in the day. Yeah, Which is a big risk. And then now he's gone from, you know, horror where he's safe to, like, um... See, I don't even know how you would describe it as well from the trailer. What? I don't know what genre it would fit into. Are you not expecting it to be scary? Not openly scary, no. I don't think that's a horror trailer. In fact, let's see what it says on IMDb. Well, not like a horror, but like a thriller. I don't think it looks like a thriller either. I, I, that's what I, I mean. Know the point. Comedy, drama, mystery style. That's on IMDb. Mm. See, yeah. So, but it is. It's rated R, which I think means it'll be an eighteen. Um, Good. But yeah, I, I like seeing that he's. Fuck the kids. Yeah, they don't deserve to watch this. They can watch Puss in Boots. They got it fucking two months before I was in. December. I'm still bitter about it. Bitter I watched about Puss in Boots one. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited for both. Yeah, very excited. I like that he's doing something new. Yeah. I like excited. that he's got Clapped actors throughout the cast, and uh, I'm very excited. And that yeah. brings us on to. Is that all our trailers? Well, yeah, but it brings us on to something. Okay. Our first load of old waffle. Mm. Load of old waffle 2023 awards. So each episode, we're gonna. Go through these and see if something takes some the, what is currently there off the hot seat. Oh, the hot seat! Mm-hmm. I like it. So, like, so at the minute, I've not been pre-warned about this. All these awards are going to have to be filled because, well, we can't leave them empty. That would be bad podcasting. Okay. So, so for films, be? these only apply to films we've seen in the cinema okay. or new releases. Okay. Um, so the only films eligible from this what from this week's podcast are Megan and A Man Called Otto. Okay. And the trailers are obviously Ant-Man and Bo. Bo. So, best trailer of the year so far. <laughs> what are you giving it to? Bo. So, okay. So, Katie gives it to Bo. Spelled B-O because I refuse to do it the weird way. What are you I'm also going to give it to Bo. Which means that Bo, we've both said that so far Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, is the worst trailer of the year. Oh, it's controversial. <laughs> so Bo's in the hot seat for trailers. Bo is, yeah, winning. Well yeah. done, Bo. Ari Aster, if you want to get in touch and thank us, get go ahead. And now, honestly, we'll get on to our film ones when we get to... when we well, After we've reviewed them. Well, let's get into the films then, yeah. Mike. So it's your turn to pick. Glass Onion, Mythic Quest Season 3, Meet Cute, Emily the Criminal, A Man Called Otto, Megan. Fuck, man, we've got a lot to talk about. Let's do Otto. Otto. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was just about to make that joke. Um, this was such a pleasant surprise for me. It was for me too. It was cute. It was, we basically just went to see it because we hadn't been to the cinema in a while. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't really anything out that we properly fancied. I don't, think I, I don't even think I'd seen a trailer for this. I think I'd just read about it. Yeah, I um, went in completely. But Tom Hanks nothing. is pretty much enough to draw you in yeah. to anything, regardless of what you've read about it. And it was... It was very wholesome. Like a warm hug of a film. It was like a warm hug. Like a, like a warm bath and a glass of cold milk. <laughs> Just oh. a delight. An absolute delight. Not the cold milk, though, like. Well, no, it's Mario's as well to Duncan. Okay. Or any other cookie brand that wants to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, like, yeah, just Tom Hanks is mint, as always. Yeah. Uplifting. His son's cast as the yeah. flashback version of him. I didn't realise he had more than one son. I know he had the son that's in Jumanji. 
Right. Um, I didn't, yeah, the man called Otto. Well, I was just thought that was a nice, nice touch. It was cute. It was a cute film. It is. He's, so nice the love story. Basic storyline is a man, an elderly man, has lost lost his wife recently. Um, he's grumpy as fuck about very, it. Very yeah, w- uh, w- planning to kill himself, and then new neighbors move in across the street who demand his attention. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> All and the time. They, without realizing that he's trying to kill himself, they stop him from killing himself at every attempt. Yeah. And he kind of realizes that there's still stuff to live for. Yeah. Even without. Uh, even though Sonya. he's so sad and grieving, and it's a, it's a really good story of grief it's as well. Really good. But yeah, and he I can't find. Are you sure life. it's his son? Well, I say that, but my mum told me. Oh, Truman son. Hanks, yeah. Truman, is his yeah. name? Yeah, and he is normally just a cin- he's normally a cinematographer, mm. and, a, and he normally works in camera departments. Oh, but he has acted in the last two Tom Hanks films. Oh, nice, yeah. Cute man. Yeah, well, good fact from your mum. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm very it's impressed. Very rare. Yep. <laughs> it is. Uh, it had a lot of good jokes. It was a good balance of like. Sa- well, sad and yeah. light-hearted. Cause it was, yeah, there's it some was really sad, sad stuff in there, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's also nice, the message of kind of, there's Life. always something left, there's always something yeah. left to make you smile. Yeah. Um, there is a scene as well, th- the spoilers, where uh, Tom Hanks has a fight with a clown, <laughs> which is exceptional. Um, I think, did you prefer like the flashbacks or the modern day? Probably the modern day. I think I preferred the flashbacks. Did you? I thought, like, how cute he was when he went on that first date and stuff. He he doesn't order food so that she can have food because he's so skinned. It was really cute, but the only thing that, again, massive spoiler, you could, I mean, obviously we knew um, she died, but I was coming, I was, well, it's not really spoiler actually, but I kept coming out of the film, so I kept thinking, why are we seeing flashbacks of her when she's only young? Or, like, we never saw, we only ever saw them when they were in, like, the early 20s. Yeah. In the well, flashback. There was one bit I where... I kept thinking she must have died when she was dead young. Okay. Which, I mean, she didn't. That. Well, I think the reason for that was there was one shot where it aged out of being young Otto played by Tom Hanks' son and went to Tom Hanks playing like a 40-year-old. Yeah, and, and like it made his hair dark brown. It did because look I weird. couldn't tell if it was just because his hair had gone grey naturally for the role or he yeah. dyed it grey naturally for the role or something and then they then dyed it black again for him to be in his 40s yeah it was jarring yeah, it, <laughs> it was really weird. jarring it was weird uh, I mean they made the best out of a bad situation oh 100% for it, but yeah and if I had one so I kept thinking like well when's she gonna die then what's yeah. gonna happen to her but then that, that's not what happened anyway so smart you Oh, oh, did surprise me, which I always, I'll always love it when I get the twist wrong. True, very yeah. I didn't I didn't call the twist. Oh no, I did. I think you did a because little bit. Yeah. There's a scene where he lets to the new neighbor whose name I can't remember, which is bad. Do you remember? Marisol. Marisol, nice. And Exceptional, by the way. Exceptional. Oh, I loved her. She was yeah, so cool. Really good. What a babe. Uh, uh, what well, we have neighbors like that. She comes into his kitchen and realizes that his counters are low, so you can kind of work out that his wife's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um. Well, again, that was then. I was thinking, like, well, what? Yeah, that confused. that confused me as well. Yeah, um, there is there is a weird. Well, it's not a weird subplot. Another kind of thing going on is that there's this company called like Die America or something, which I never quite understood. Yeah. Who were trying to get everyone on this street out of the houses for some reason, 
And I wanted to make it to like apartment blocks. Yeah, I wish that had been a little bit more explained. Yeah, it was a bit vague. Because it, it kind of came, it kind of came in and out so scarcely of the plot mm. that you'd be like, oh, who's, who's this guy again? Oh, right. he's trying to get the neighbors out. Yeah, I feel like you didn't. Yeah, they could gloss over it because it wasn't really the point. It was just but, a very, very minor backstory. Yeah, and then I did. Subplot. Yeah, and I liked how in the end he uses kind of everyone he's met who he initially dismissed to to win against yeah. the company. Yeah, it's a good good film. Good really life good. Lessons. And um, we've got the book now, so we will compare that. See how that compares to the film. You know what I'm going to do, Mike? What? Um, on previous waffles, Mike told me to get letterboxed because not sponsored. <laughs> because I can never remember films and oh, so you're gonna them. go back and check exactly I'm go what back you gave and check it. What I rated it you're gonna have to sure convert it into agree. out of ten though. If you can do the maths, I think I could double it, Mike. I think I'll be alright. <laughs> well, you say that you couldn't remember who sang Titanium. Oh, absolutely sucking egg! You are <laughs> doing my nothing. Sucking egg. <laughs> so, sorry, I I gave I I would say it's. I gave it a four on Letterbox, which would translate as an eight. I stand by that. I think it was an eight. Yeah, I'd give it a seven point five. I think, very, very, just really yeah, nice. Yeah, maybe seven point five. You obviously can't do that. Really, time, um, yeah. really sweet. Really, kind of moving. Great performances all round. Yeah, love it. Very, and I haven't seen a Tom Hanks film, a new Tom Hanks film in ages. Yeah, it was so nice it's just kind of nice yeah. to see that. Um, and I also like that he's playing a grumpy bat guy. You don't associate yeah. Tom Cruise with a grumpy bastard at all. No. Tom I imagine Cruise, he would Tom be Hanks a right laugh to have, uh, Tom Hanks, yeah. I imagine he'd be a right laugh to have a pint with. Would he'd he? He'd be in my Definitely. top five celebrity pints, I reckon. Would he be a celebrity like dinner table, dead or alive? Yeah, but you'd have to get the balance right of that. I, I, I wouldn't want any like boring people from history, I'll be honest. Oh. Bring the mood right down. No. Oh, and then I'll get my phone out and I'm like, oh, what's that? And you've got to spend 10 minutes explaining to like Einstein what a phone is. Oh, could be Waste asked. of time. Wait, he wouldn't know what the oven is. He'd be shitting himself when the food wasn't being cooked on an open flame. Too mm-hmm. too much wasted time. Only yeah. got one night. Not a great dinner party. Modern yeah. people who just want to piss up. Ideally. What a millennial you And are. potentially a podcast appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Hanksy would love a podcast appearance. <laughs> Hanksy would love it. Right, um, Mike, moving yeah. on. Next I will pick... Let's do Meet Cute, because we watched this today. Meet Cute. Um... Right, so we hadn't seen a trailer for this or anything going in. It's as I said, it's a. We're both just working for him, so they should be on in the background. Pete Davidson, Kaylee Kukwu, <laughs> don't I say it? Uh, Rom com where she's called Sylvie, and she travels. She's called no, Sylvie. She's called Sheila. Sheila, she's called Sheila. Goodness gracious, Matt, you would have failed on the trivia then, wouldn't you? <laughs> I would have. And she Didn't travels. Get my ass. <laughs> <laughs> she... It is David Kerr. She travels back in time. No, she gets. She finds a, a time machine at a tanning, a nail place. Yeah. And she keeps reliving the same night over and over again with Pete Davidson because they have like the perfect first date, and she was going to kill herself before she went back in time. So she's afraid. But she's of too coming scared out of the to loop, go into yeah. the future. Yeah. Um, it's good. It, they have good chemistry. Yeah. Um, it's a very easy watch. Pete Davidson's good as a leading man. Yeah. I haven't like seen him in much else as a leading man. He's obviously like in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is a supporting role. Yeah. In he's been in other stuff, but I can't even name one off the top of my head. No, I can't. Oh, Staten Island. Oh, King Staten Island is in a leading role in that, of course. Yeah, and he's dead good in that actually. Yeah. I think he's a really good actor. Yeah, um, I like I like this. It was a fine watch. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, easy. Um, a bit morbid. 
and a bit samey at times. It was a bit the same thing over and over and over again, which I kind of get is a time loop, a risk with a time loop film, but with like Happy Death Day, which recently covered for our drinking commentaries. Nice little plug there every Thursday. Mm -hmm. And with Palm Springs, they never feel samey. Yeah. They always find something new to do with it. Whereas this, it was like they meet in a bar, they go to that Indian restaurant, they go to a bridge. That yeah, was this it. was a bit samey, and especially to say she was doing it for literally a year. She was literally yeah. the same date for a literal year. That was another thing as well. The sense of time didn't work. I think, again, in Palm Springs and stuff, you get the sense of, like, oh, fuck, they've been stuck here for ages. Yeah. She'd just randomly one day be like, oh, it's been six months. And you'd yeah. be like, oh. Okay, thank you for oh, telling yeah. us that. And then Otherwise all of a sudden she further. snapped. And the weather like, should have changed or something. Yeah. Well, no, because it's the same day over and over again. Mm. Yeah, I don't really understand that bit. What do you mean? Well, I do understand it, but like, wouldn't she get? Wouldn't she be a year older as well? No. Mm. But why? Technically, she would, yeah, because she's her got body she's would killing, be a year older. She's killing her past self. Yeah. Every day as well, which was quite a nice little. That's a weird thing I've never seen before, which I quite liked. Yeah. Basically, it opens with her like she thinks she's just you think she's bullshitting him like oh, I'm from the future and all this and I killed my. But as well, for you to say it was quite same, you find out very quickly that it's not bullshit. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it got the same after you found out. It wasn't bullshit. That's what I mean. So yeah. there was a massive chunk in the middle where yeah, it was 100%, just really repetitive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the charm carries it through. I think maybe it's so focused on those locations to make it cheaper is what I would imagine. Uh, I imagine it was pretty low budget or maybe filmed during COVID or something. Yeah. It kind of felt a bit like that. Like, oh, let's keep this to four locations yeah. and just keep them coming back here again and again and again, wearing the exact same clothes again and again and again. Yeah, um, true, yeah. But yeah, if you're looking for like a, just an easy watching rom-com that you can kind of flash in and out of as well, you don't have to pay full attention to it. Mm. Um, it's a solid watch. I would solid give it... watch. You don't have to take it too seriously. No, it's no, fine. you don't, yeah. Um, well, I remember it in a month, two months. No, I agree with that. No. Yeah. It was uh, an easy watch. Quite <laughs> forgettable, but I enjoyed it as well. Did you enjoy it more than Halloween ends? <laughs> We both know the answer to that, mate. <laughs> I would give it a 5.5 5, um, out of 10. Yeah, I agree. And not, I, would, I, I mean, I'd give it a 3 on the box. Yeah. But it's not worth a 6, I don't think. I would recommend it specifically to people looking for an easy watch. I wouldn't say, like, oh, if you were sitting down for a film night, yeah. go and watch Meet Cute. Yeah. But I would say, oh, if, you, yeah, if you're just at home doing the ironing or something, <laughs> you need something on the background rather than watching yeah, I, I agree something you've seen before. That. Yeah. Um, also, while we're on the subject of, I just brought up Halloween ends, we watched the first 20 minutes of the 2007 reboot of Halloween Christ. the other day. Fucking hell. Dark as fuck. Dark. Just Michael speaks all the time, which really takes a lot of the mystery away from him. He's a child for far too long. Well, he was a child that whole, and then he just kills the entire Killing family. rats, dogs, cats. They find a dead dog. No, they find a dead cat in his bag, along with pitch the dead dogs. And they don't do fuck all about it. They just bring him home and let him go trick-or-treating. It's so... It's awful. It's bizarre, yeah. Well, but we'll, we'll definitely finish it at some point, and then we will review it properly. But just to let you know... Yeah, watch the first 20 minutes. It's really weird. Um, anyway, you can pick. We've got Megan, Emily the Criminal, Mythic Quest Season 3, or Glass Onion. We'll do Emily the Criminal. Yes. Um, so this film's about a woman called Emily, and uh, she's a criminal. Yeah. So she's went to art school... But mm-hmm. has um, like a previous conviction. Yes. I think was it aggravated assault or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's struggling to get any kind of 
work. Yeah, basically. she's like, it's basically Deliveroo, but obviously it's like a fictional yeah, company. Yeah, she can't get herself into the art world because no one will take a chance on her mm-hmm. because of the conviction. Yeah. So she, someone from a Deliveroo, it's not Deliveroo, not a plug. Well, yeah, someone from that. Yeah, company. they kind of just she helps them out or something. And he gives her this number, like, "Oh, they'll sort you out." And basically, they do one job. And it's this guy. Can't remember his name. Sorry, guy. Yep. Love he interest. One man. job. It's illegal. You'll be safe. It's all fine. You can. Don't have to do it. And what do they get? Two hundred quid for it. Two hundred dollars. It's called dummy shopping. So they yes. give you a credit card, someone else's credit card, or a credit card with someone else's details on it that they make, and then you go into the shop, buy. A telly, bring it back, and they flog it, and you go your separate ways. Uh, except she does it a couple of times, gets in close with the love interest man who we. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna uh, look for his name. I'm gonna call him Stuart. Like Stuart Little. Um. So Stuart gives her the means to start doing it herself, and then. Uh, oh, I knew it. I was going to say Yusuf, and he was called Yusuf. Stuart, I got it. Oh, that's crazy. So Stuart Lil, um, no relation to the mouse. He <laughs> he gives her the stuff to. He gives her the machine and everything to start her own, and she kind of builds her own little criminal empire with it. Uh, and also, just Aubrey Plaza is great. Yeah, she's really so good. good. But she really gets stuck into like the criminal lifestyle, doesn't she? It's kind of like really quick. But she's like so beaten down with life and how yeah. unfair it's been to her. Mm-hmm. I was curious when we were watching this as well, like the way it was going, how they were gonna end it without glorifying like a criminal lifestyle. Yeah, and I think they did that pretty pretty well, really. Yeah, because she goes through some like awful things in yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it's not like it's plain sailing, and no. also it's that sort of. Like low-level crime film where everything that happens in it is completely believable. Yeah, it's not like oh, we need to rob this bank and yeah, they don't everyone make has it a too gun. Ridiculous. I don't think there's one gun yeah. in it. Everyone just has knives. Like, and mm-hmm. it's more, it's it's somehow it's scarier. Yeah, like, a bloke puts a like a box knife to a neck at one point, doesn't he? And yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's yeah, I'd make totally gripped all the way through. Yeah, like just a simple story told really well. This is something I would recommend for a sit-down film night. Hundred percent. Hundred yeah. percent. I was really glad we watched it. Uh, don't I don't know if it got a cinema release over here, or if it did. I it don't didn't think get, it did. It I, didn't, the, um, I heard nothing about it. Didn't get like Me the love Aubrey it Plaza. She's one of those actresses I just watch because she's in it. But this is actually a really. I good agree. Film. Now I would watch anything. I think. Yeah, I think she she used to be such like a comedy actress, mm-hmm. and she was like, rocking Scott, up in Scott films Pilgrim, like Scott Pilgrim. She was in that um, Dirty Grandpa or Bad Grandpa where Robert De Niro. She shags Robert De Niro. Shaking And he's all horny for her, and she's doing like sex puns and stuff, and it. Like to see oh. that she's gone from that to like this, like exceptional nice actress yeah. who I think should have won the Golden Globe over Jennifer Coolidge. I think she does a lot more in the second in, season in than Jennifer Lois. Coolidge Absolutely. did. Absolutely, yeah. She got robbed. Yeah, I Love think Jennifer so. Coolidge, but yeah, no. I, just, I think Jennifer Coolidge was the standout of season one by a mile, but I definitely yeah. think Aubrey Plaza was the standout of season two. Yeah. Um, maybe like it's because Jennifer Coolidge died and they wanted to, and it's the same character. I I don't know, uh. but I, yeah, I think yeah, got that maybe one wrong. they've took it one and two together season yeah, one and two. Yeah, I, I think so. But um, yeah, what were you, what are you giving Emily out of ten? Well, it does get an extra point for the the name of the film also being the synopsis of the film. <laughs> saves you saves you a Google search. So yeah. uh, I think I'd give it an eight. I was again very pleasantly surprised by it. I agree. I'd give it an eight because I was just thinking then. Yeah, was it better than Otto? I think, yeah, it was. And we also didn't watch that in the cinema, which does say a lot. 
I mean, yeah. they're, they're really different, aren't they? I find it hard to compare films like that. Mm, but I, I would. Know, maybe I will give it a seven point five. Maybe it was on Powerball. I'm gonna give it an eight. I think. I'll go seven point five. Just kind of for how good Aubrey Plaza was in it, and she was genuinely quite scary in it. She was scary. I yeah, it was I good. Yeah, I wouldn't. I won't fault with her. her. No chance. Um, like the ending as well. <laughs> let's do Glass Onion. Ooh, Glass Onion. Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. I say, I say, I say. That was me being <laughs> blank. <laughs> do you want to do it? Do you want to do a blank voice? I don't want to do Benoit Blanc. You don't want to do Benoit Blanc? No. I really liked Glass Onion. I, I, I do. I, yeah. I, uh, There's problems with it. I can see why it's not been as well received as Knives Out. It's very um, different. It's... It's very different. I think it takes... Whereas I think in Knives Out, maybe the murder happened and was kind of explained too quickly. Yeah. I think in this one, it takes a long, long time to get to the murder. Yeah. Um, it's definitely funnier than Knives Out. Like, this is... I'd probably classify this as a comedy as yeah. well as a murder mystery. It's quite satire, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the celebrity cameos for me go a bit too far. Some yeah. of them are funny and some of them are a bit like... Why is Ethan Hawke playing a vaccination man? Mm, Genuinely yeah. the craziest cameo maybe I've ever seen. It's not really cameo though, is it? It's his well, role. Yeah, it's a, no, it's a cameo. It's just a. I don't, he must have just been in Greece or something. It's it, it, that when I because it broke on IMDb oh, when shit, he oh, was so casting the film. Sort of Edward Norton. Sorry. No, Edward Norton is the main character. The main character. That's why yeah. I was very confused. I understand that. Ethan Hawke just rocks up to shoot yeah. something into the mouth to vaccinate him. Yeah. But like when yeah, he was casting jokes. it, it went on IMDb. Uh, oh, Ethan Hawke in that. And I was like, oh, what a good, what a, that's men. And then when the first show they came out, I was like, that's weird, Ethan Hawke in it. Maybe he's the one who dies or something. Oh, yeah. And then he's just, he's just, he's in a minute of, it's crazy. He must I hate it when they do that as well. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's a bit what, bullshit. What did you think about the decision to have it set entirely during kind of pandemic style lockdown? I didn't mind that at all. Did you not? Did it not take you, uh,. Especially because then they go straight to an island where it doesn't really matter. That's why I didn't mind. Cause but then, he, I kind then of again, get I it. It, it. Like you said, they've gone straight to an island. Yeah, so, really I, matter, I, so it was kind of pointless to ever put it in. He, obviously, I get that he was writing it during it, so he's just kind of kept yeah, that so stuff then in. They're but all going to be add. sharing the pool and mixing together anyway. It's not really. Well, that's very... why they have Ethan Hawke vaccinate them in the vaccination man. Oh, that key yeah. role. You've forgotten all about Ethan Hawke's role. <laughs> yeah, because it was pointless. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't really care for it. Don't really have much to say about it. We don't. I don't think we need to go into plot. It's a murder mystery. They're all uh, so Edward Norton is basically Elon Musk invites all his friends who he is all. He's kind of blackmailing them all financially in one way or another. He's helped mm-hmm. get them to where they are, so now they have to keep helping him. Uh, he wants to introduce some new fuel that he thinks will change the world, but it's also dangerous and it will blow up. Um, yeah. He's fucked over someone called Andy, who was his partner in the business. Um, she arrives on the boat unexpectedly, as does Blanc, and um, then there's a murder. We won't go into too many spoilers. I don't think there's a need to really. No. Um, I liked. I'm not sure, really, to be honest. I liked like, that we got more Blanc, and we spent more time with him. I think again, though, like they've just missed the mark of it being a murder mystery, like Knives Out did. <sighs> This one, I, I, we, it did have us guessing, and yeah, neither of us we, got it. Yeah, so it was better, but then, like you said, it went too far the opposite I, way. It, well, the whole twist is, maybe we, we are going to have to spoil it to talk about this, yes. that because Miles is so rich, you assume he's too clever mm-hmm. to have done the murder in such a basic way and to everything to be as simple as it is, 
and essentially he's just an idiot like throughout he says words that aren't real yeah but you just don't pick up on him and so that i really liked yeah the thing of oh he must be he's too clever and so we're sat there and we're thinking oh well it must be this and Mm -hmm. you're coming up with all these elaborate ways someone could have done it and why they would have done it and it's just the simplest answer the problem with that now i think especially with knives out three is in both the first two films it's just been the most famous person on the cast it's been chris evans and edward norton yeah so on knives out three it has to be an unknown it can't just be like they cast tom hanks and then oh no tom hanks is the killer it's it's a real um mm. I, I mean all the characters yeah, are so fun as well all, but yeah yeah like dave batista's great in it as he's like um all right i love dave batista youtuber then you've got i did think um katherine han is that her name from one division is katherine han who plays the politician don't remember Catherine Han in the film at all. Nope. Don't remember Catherine Han in One Division. The body, Agatha. Oh yeah. Yep. Not that I completely forgot she was in Glass Onion. <laughs> that's a lot of power. Well, I was that supports my point. I was just about to say I think she was wasted. I don't understand why you'd cast her to have a play such a kind of insignificant part. There was too, there was too too much cast. <laughs> I think you could have got rid of. Um, Birdie's assistant, because I think um, what's yeah. her name? I was gonna I was gonna call her Kate Upton, but I don't. She's not Kate Upton, is she? Is Kate Upton Hudson? Hudson, yeah. I think Kate Hudson's a standout for me. Yeah, I, I mean, thought I she, like was the really she was really good. good, but she just didn't. It wasn't needed. I agree. At all. And I all also, I did, she was the killer, really. Yeah, well, she was my guess at first because I thought mm. it's a bit weird that she's brought her assistant with her. I also liked uh, Dave Batista and his girlfriend. Yeah, I'd keep them both. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it. I just think. It was too long. It was dragged out a lot. There were. It was a bit stuffed with celebrity cameos and stuff. Um, yeah, it was a classic Netflix film. Yeah, and I also just feel like it suffered from not getting a proper release. Netflix gave it like a week in only like major cities, so we didn't get to go and see it in cinema, which we would have done. Yeah. And then we were watching it on like Christmas Eve, kind of trying to fit in between other stuff. Yeah. So it didn't get like a, probably the fair crack that it deserved, but also... I really enjoyed it. It was fine. It isn't as good as the first one, but I can't, I don't really know why other than it was maybe too long and it just didn't. There weren't like standout scenes like there were in the first one, like when Chris Evans tells everyone to eat shit. (laughs) Yeah. There's no, although I did really like the scene where Miles is explaining his murder mystery and then Blanc solves it before the murder has even happened. Yeah, that was good. And gets it spot oh, on. Oh, and they smash all his glass at the end. Daniel Craig's so good in it. Like, yeah, and you can Daniel tell he's Craig having so much fun in that role. Yeah. He must just love it. He gets to talk in that funny voice, that southern, I say, I say, I say. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just go around having a great time on a holiday in Greece, wearing like the, oh, wearing the coolest clothes. Film. Yeah. Um, what do you rate it? It's tricky. I've, see, I've watched it one and a half times. I haven't finished it the second time yet. A, a seven, I I'm think. saying a six. A six, that's quite low, I think. It was a good film. I'm yeah. in no rush to watch it again. But I would happily watch it again. Yeah, you I think that's I mean? fair. I think that's fair. Um, should we that's... do Mythic Quest and leave Megan for last? Yeah. Or M3 again, sorry. So we had a strange experience with Mythic Quest season we did, three. We did. Because we watched episode two before episode one somehow, accidentally completely on Apple TV. And we were both we both came away from it and were like, Well that was dead weird. It didn't address any of the it didn't yeah. address the missing character, it didn't stress the fact that CW's gone. They're just in an office now. We didn't see any of the struggle. 
so we didn't we didn't watch any of the rest of it for about five weeks and then yeah. well should we give it another go and came back and realized and then we liked it a lot we missed episode one didn't we yeah so we went back watched episode one um everything made sense yeah. all was right in the world so essentially it. we're just too stupid to work apple tv is, <laughs> is the real problem so that's, i honestly don't that's know that's mythic how quest's that main all. problem is how complicated apple tv is <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really don't know how i managed that no it's one of the stupidest things we've done uh, yeah. and then the fact that we sulked with the show as well like it was their fault for a, for a number <laughs> of weeks um i really like mythic quest but my it's kind of a component it's kind of an insult to it my favorite episode of each season has been the one where they they take it away from the overarching storyline and they yeah. focus on so we had Dark Quiet, Quiet Death, Death which is one of my favourite episodes of TV ever the greatest um, then we had one that focused on a young CW and then yep. this year's focused on young uh, Poppy Iron Ian. and Poppy is yep. it, I, it is Iron isn't it he says it weird but it mm. is Ian yeah um, which was really good a really good episode really sad yeah like seeing what they both went through and how they work, how hard they worked and stuff to the get it there well. yeah um, and there were some really good argument scenes between those two. Mm. Rob McElhenney was really good in this one. It was probably the first time I've seen him do... He, he, he didn't really do anything funny in the whole yeah, season. Yeah, I thought that. He's particularly yeah. had a big shift in his acting. A bit like in um, Always Sunny when he comes out. Yeah, I agree dad, with that. Yeah. And then it, it was, the whole it was totally really, takes a big yeah. shift. I think this, he did this in this as well. And it nailed on the head. Um, Loved it. A very good season. There were certain characters who you like. Oh, So... Um, What's Dana's girlfriend called? That's exactly what so I was annoying. thinking of. And she's just lingering there. Like, she went off to college at the end of the last season. And then all of a sudden now she's back and she's head of um, the making money department. I can't remember the name of it. Commerce, is it that? Yeah. Like, it, I don't like it when at the end of season with like, oh, she's going off to college. And then by episode two, it's like, oh, no, she's back. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, just if just bring her in as a guest star. She's not that key. She's she's honestly one of the most annoying characters I've ever seen in a TV show yeah well I like her relationship with Dana so we yeah, could have still Dana's had great. her yeah, exactly, yeah, just in the show in, I didn't want her to completely go altogether. and then you could bring her back as a full time one for but yeah four. I don't think that story that made sense no, I, I miss CW uh, yeah I think CW was a big miss um, and a very strange decision to kill him rather than just say oh he's he's off on a book tour or something he'll be that back he's done while that's was. what it seems yeah um it does. It just feels like they've shot themselves in the foot with that. I'm not sure how I felt about the end storyline with Dana going off to start her own. I agree. I, I think it's. I, I don't Taking, know where um, it's going. Can't I can't remember it's, what they're called. Um, Joe and the janitor. Uh, it's not yeah. David. David's the boss. Yeah. Uh, I don't know his Google name. It. Don't know his name. I agree, and I didn't. I didn't massively love Ian and Poppy or Ian and Poppy going back to Mythic Quest either. I didn't. I didn't mind that, to be honest. But it's just like I don't know. It just feels like each season, like oh, someone's gonna have to do a different company. They'll come back to Mythic Brad, Quest. Brad, he's called Brad. He's called Brad. Yeah. Someone else has come off to do a different company. Oh, they'll go back to Mythic Quest. Uh, my one complaint of it is, like the the difference between this and Sunny is Sunny doesn't really have an overarching plot. Yeah. I think episode to episode, Mythic Quest's really good. I think it's overarching plots. Are a bit wishy washy and a bit like. It is a bit wishy washy, yeah. Like, oh, there's a lot of big plot of this was we're making a movie. We've got Joe Manganiello in several episodes. Yeah, that just got canned. Happen. That got canned in the final finale. Yeah. So it's just like we uh, could you not just take away maybe some of these overarching plots and just have it be a bit of a workplace comedy and keep 
a couple of the overarching plots. I do find Mythic Quest a bit frustrating because, like we've said five minutes ago, we both love it, mm. enjoy watching it, but I just like I like the idea behind it. I just feel like every season has kind of not optimized the plot. I agree. I, a bit like I, when we watched that Dead Pixels, that's kind yeah, of like, yeah, I agree. That was perfect. Yeah, which is a similar vibe, but kind of on the flip side for Mythic. Yeah, Quest. that's just the game as of a, 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 yeah. a game very similar to Mythic Quest. A, a yeah, but running, it's the yeah. gamers who just live at home. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, do, I feel I, like this needed a bit more of that kind of vibe. I do agree. Uh, and again, to come back to like they used to have Pooty Shoe and YouTubers in. Yeah. Which I liked because that was like, okay, we're getting that side of it as well. But then it was revealed that he is Ian's son and then he's disappeared yeah, from it again. Yeah, we didn't see any of him at all. I mean, it just season. introduces plot lines to drop them. Like, if they get too, oh, well, we don't know how to do that, so let's leave. And it. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that one. It does. It, 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 it does miss the marks very slightly. All the seasons again, very separate as well, like, with that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I, again, I don't know why. But you are right. It is. It's like it's missing a tiny thing that would make, make it, it really good. Really good, yeah. Because it is. It is mint. I'd probably give it. It's probably like a seven out of ten. I, think, for me. I don't know which season I think is the best. I really liked the end of this season. Yeah, the last so four or five episodes got really good. That I really liked how and because that it was ended. so different. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. They had a great, great like screaming match on the roof. Oh yeah. Really good. Um, yeah. Oh, chills. So good. I really like their relationship and the whole dynamic. That's really I do. Cool. I like that it's completely... I think, it's, I think uh, again, it's a shame that they've just dropped Hera. Hera. Oh, yeah, the game. And now they're just doing that play pen thing where you make your own game. Yeah. Which but is just Super Mario Maker. Yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah, not very revolutionary at all. Yeah. That's why the guy didn't buy it. I'm pretty sure there was like a Simpsons game in like the late 90s for PC where you could make your own episodes of Simpsons. <laughs> or like your own little clips of Simpsons. So it's it's not yeah, groundbreaking. I don't, I don't mind that too much though because like they're not trying to make they're not like real life. Yeah, yeah, game yeah. No, yeah. So we can't be too harsh. No, I know, but also like. But I just what like, experience does Dana have to go off and make her own company? Yeah, it just doesn't feel very believable. I'd be, I, well, I feel like it either won't work, obviously, and she'll come back to Mythic Quest, and that mm-hmm. was a pointless. Yeah, that's boring. Revelations, yeah. or it'll be like a competing rival for Mythic Quest. Which I also kind of think would be unbelievable, unless they build it up over a few seasons. Yeah, that's what. I, again, I'd, I'd like it episode by episode. I think the overarching plot is the weakest part of it. Mm. Um, but I, I, I think I'd give it a seven as well. Um, yeah, I really liked Joel this season as well. Joel's been great throughout, but yeah, yeah I liked how she was trying to understand friendship and stuff. <laughs> she um, gave them both a necklace with like scrap metal on that was I funny. also would like the always sunny nod where the new old gamers are uh, um, the, the, wa- the waiter and uh, Uncle Jack Uncle Jack, his, but he doesn't have his big fake hands which is sad that was sad to see him without his hands <laughs> almost weird to see him without the hands it was weird to see him without the hands um, yeah I'd recommend it 100% I think yeah. it's very fun and it's weird when you watch, listen to the always sunny podcast um Charlie Day created it, but he just doesn't seem to have any involvement with it, like moving forwards, hmm. which is just bizarre, isn't it? Like he's that never bizarre, he's, yeah. was. I think he wrote the pilot with the, the, the uh, Rob McElhenney and Megan, and then that's just kind of like, no, I'm okay. I'll focus on Sonny and okay. I suppose he acts in more films and stuff, though, don't he? Compared to everyone else. Yeah. Uh, M three Gan. This is our last thing to talk about. This is our last thing to talk about. Were you excited for this film before going into it? I was gas to watch this film how did you so feel? excited 
Like, I was so excited. How did you feel coming out of it? Sad. I was very disappointed with this film. I was a sad little elf. I, I don't understand the hype it's getting. I don't... It isn't scary. No. At all. Not one scare. Not one good kill. Not one inventive kill. It's not funny. Um, it's it, The best joke of the film is the opening scene where you see the advert for the little shitting doll things that you can yeah, overfeed. Yeah, the, the company of yeah. making a shitload of money from. That, and then as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to be really funny. It's going to poke fun at all this sort of stuff. Yeah. AI and all that. It was very that. separate, that, wasn't yeah. it, to the whole film. And then, it, and then the first hour is awful. So you don't see Megan for maybe 20, 25 minutes. Uh-huh. Then, her head, then, then her head blows up. Yeah, you just see them trying to fit um, like a, a skin on mm-hmm. the actual machine. Yeah. Doesn't work, explodes. Then you don't see her again for about 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... So they go really in-depth about the company so and the AI this, the and how they've company. made her and selling the doll. and It's quite interesting. Oh, but it's so but it's far, far, far too long. It's my favourite thing to say. It's too long, like. So the overarching plot, just roughly, we'll try. We'll do, I'll do. A, I'll do a spoiler-free plot, and then I'll no, we'll go let's into just spoilers. No, spoil it. No, do a little bit of an overarching plot. So, um, Katie is a young girl whose parents die. Who has to go and live with her aunt? Who not me. Works. <laughs> yes. Not. Not my. Uh, I am not in this film. <laughs> <laughs> that was room for the sequel, though. There is. Um. So she goes to live with her aunt, who works for Funky, who's been developing Megan. And she doesn't know how to deal with uh, Katie's grief and how to help her through it. Mm. So she thinks, oh, maybe Megan could do that and also give me a career boost because I care a lot more about my career than this grieving young girl. But we'll get into that. And um, chaos ensues many, 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 many minutes later. (laughs) Yeah. But there's loads of backstory on. Yeah. So, well, Gemma... Is the guardian? Gemma is the guardian. Yep. So she's not the her and her little team aren't supposed to be making Megan. No, nope, supposed to be making. Spunked hundred grand on making Megan, which Crazy. I don't know how yep. slipped how through the company. Some accountants getting sacked, surely. Yeah. So they were meant to be building the shitting doll, shitting Furby, basically. Yeah, a cheaper one than the one they've already built. Yeah. Which but would be so easy, surely. Yeah, but she can't do it. She can't think about it. She's too focused on Megan. It's been a year. It's just you get so much detail about mm-hmm. it. Oh, hate it. <laughs> I would also like to give a shout out to that scene for one of the worst performances I've seen in a long, long time with a man who I don't think is an actor. I think they've maybe hired someone else and he hadn't arrived and they ran out onto the street and said to the first man they found, would you like to play Gemma's boss in the film M. Thregan? And he said yes. He is horrific. Oh, it's man, that's so hard. so bad. It is bad acting. Every no. scene he's in is so jarringly bad. Which is, well, I mean... He has a lot. He has quite a lot of screen time as well. Yeah, but, why does but, he have so much screen time? It's so irrelevant it's that so she's getting shouted at boring. by a boss. It, it, no one cares about, about that three side of it. We want to board see the scary doll. showing Megan off. Yeah, where it's just the same thing. Megan goes into a room with that Katie. She does something impressive, and then they're like, "Wow!" And then they're like, "Let's schedule another meeting for two weeks." And then you watch the same thing, but it's just a different set of old people. Go, "Oh, wow!" Yeah, we just didn't need to see. I get it. People any would be that. impressed by this. I, I don't need to see it. I, I see Megan, and that's enough for me to go, "Okay, people will buy that." Yeah. Yeah. They'll make us a toy, and then you can actually show Megan doing some scary stuff. Yeah. Maybe about a minute in, she kills a dog off screen. I'll sort the dog out. Then, um, 
15 or so minutes later, she pushes a boy down a hill and he lands in front of a car. 10 minutes later, she kills an old woman. Then then she does a, the dance from the trailer and stuff, and then you get two more deaths. You get five deaths in like a horror film about a killer robot. And then the screenwriter as well, or the original screenwriter, one of them, has come out and said that the original was more gory and there were more deaths, and now they're talking about now they're talking about releasing an uncut version of the film that will be gorier. And I just don't understand why they wouldn't do that in the first place. Like, if you're going to watch a film about a killer doll, you want to watch the killer doll do some killing. You don't just want to be... It's baffling. It's such a strange area to take this in, to focus on um, boardroom meetings and company bureaucracy. There's a The boss has an assistant character who at one point, it's revealed, is like stealing the Megan files, but then yeah, just putting them into nothing. a side folder and doing nothing with. And then when Megan kills the boss, she says to the assistant, like, oh, I'm going to say that you did it because you were stealing oh. those files that I know about. And 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 then you're gonna uh, and everyone's gonna think it's you, but but <laughs> what? Why? It doesn't. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't matter. And the whole premise of Megan is gonna kill these people is her primary function is keep Katie safe, and the dog bites Katie, so it makes sense that she would kill the dog. Yeah. Don't like seeing a dog get killed in anything, but it makes sense. It did plot make sense wise, I understand. Plot, yeah. Then the boy also makes sense because he's the biggest bully in the world. It's a hilarious character. He squishes a <laughs> squishes a big sharp um, conker into her hand. Yeah. Um, and then bitch slaps Megan across the face. There's a really weird like kind really of borderline weird. rapey scene really, as well. Because he takes one of his shoes off for some reason. Yeah, he like, well, he straddles her. It's weird. And then she rips his ear off, which is the only bit of good gore in the whole film. Yeah. Um, oh, it was such oh, a yeah. shame. How can this be a horror film about a robot, i.e. Chucky, and it does what five, five, five yeah, kills thought, yeah. but then like we said the primary function is to keep megan safe yeah and then Four she starts killing didn't make sense yeah then she starts killing the bosses and stuff and it, it the that's only way nothing i can make that make sense is because her ai is developed well beyond that at that point and primary function is still to keep katie safe but also but making that, megan a, more of a person I that's suppose. my biggest problem with it you either do it that her only function is to keep katie safe and so she starts killing anyone who comes near Katie because the world is dangerous and stuff. Yeah. Or it's nothing to do with keep Katie safe. It is just an AI who's getting out of control. Yeah. Kind of combine the two for me just didn't work really. Because yeah. and then <laughs> there's also a scene that I liked where the two people that um, what's her name the Je- or Gemma developed Megan with. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. They realised that Megan um, she switched off, but she's still plugged into the wires and she's locked them out of the system. Yeah. Uh, and so they're like, oh, you have to unplug the wires to keep it safe. And he's very, very careful about unplugging all the wires. Yeah. He goes round to the back of her to unplug all the wires because they're all from the back. Mm-hmm. But he leaves one in and goes round to the front to pull it out from the back. Yeah. Just so she can get him. Like, just make, if you're going to make it make sense. Yeah. Why would he be dumb. so nervous and then go, oh, well, she's definitely not going to have been waiting for me to get lazy with this and last she one. she like explodes some carbon monoxide thing and they both explode but it's the tiniest explosion mm-hmm. ever and we have this pointless scene at the end where we see that they both survive brilliant the police absolutely brilliant the police, brilliant. The police the arrive the and then they just pop out of the police car like 
They wasted a lot of time in getting to you in your life-threatening situation just so we could smile with little bits of smoke on our face so you knew we were okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're okay too. These characters that you don't care about at all. Don't remember either of the names. It was just such a shame, the whole film. Um, I actually really liked the subplot, which Mike didn't so much, of how attached and weirdly attached Katie got to Megan because I thought that actually made a lot of sense and she just becomes this horrible, yeah. horrible child and she really she's pure kicking off because like the therapist warned Gemma, yeah, yeah, that's true. what would happen because she's gonna, she's in a shitty situation. She's grieving, so she's gonna attach, but I think very easily. And I actually think that made a lot of sense. Yeah, I agree. But then also, all that trauma and all that horrible shit that Gemma put through mm-hmm. was undone almost immediately in that scene in the playroom, which didn't make sense for how Katie was behaving, which I liked. It should have took Gemma a lot longer to win her back. But then also by the end of the film, when it all is fine and Megan's dead or whatever. Katie's oh, never keeping that child. No. I mean, Gemma. Yeah, no. Katie's going straight to Phoenix, wherever her fucking yeah. grandparents live, and she's living there. She's never going to see Gemma again because the court probably put a restraining order on her for all the absolute horrendous emotional damage she's caused her. <laughs> no, no, she will be back for Megan. She'll be out of jail for Megan too. But um, un- oh, it was unbelievable. What a little shit. Well, I agree with, I agree with what you're saying that I liked the attachment thing. I think my problem with it is we just didn't... Again, we didn't see enough of them together. We kept cutting back to the shit company. No, but they were together all the time. Like, she slept in her room and everything. They weren't actually doing anything. It was just different scenes of them being sat at a dinner table and, like... Arguing about a fucking coaster. Put it on a coaster. This whole film should have been called Coaster. Oh, and then... Coaster gate. (laughs) And then other scenes of, like... (laughs) And titanium seer, not David Gare. <laughs> David Gare featuring seer. <laughs> and, and, and they just kept having the same argument, and it'd be like, oh, Katie, don't do this. Megan would say something smart-ass. Um, Gemma would give Megan a bit of a look, and then it would just repeat and repeat and repeat. And then um, nothing... nothing. Okay. Let's, let's share some positives, Mike. We're being very negative at the moment. Okay, both Gemma and Katie are great. Really good. Yep. Uh, Gemma, uh, I will actually look up her name because she's great in Get Out as well. I think she's called Alison. I don't know. But yeah, they were both really good. It looked very good. Oh, the doll is, the doll, like, um, technically is amazing. But yeah, the the doll looks really good. Yeah, Alison Williams, she's called, and Katie. Oh, she was called Katie, not Katie. Katie, C-A-D-Y. No way. Yeah, I I didn't know that at all. I can't believe how much I've misheard that. I know. I'm actually perplexed. I need a minute. Uh, yeah, so she's got Violet McGraw. She's also great. Um, Shocking the outfits they put Megan in as well, by the way. I just, I'm struggling for other positives. You know, I was really bored. I was really, really... I can always tell Mike's bored in the cinema. and It's a, it's a big deal if Mike's bored in the cinema. If he goes to the toilet. Yeah. To be fair, I did chin my coat too quick. You would, um, you never ever would do that though in a film you were doing. There was also something that we, I, I laughed at in the cinema, and apparently Katie said it makes sense. Uh, Megan does her little dance in the office building, and then there's a sword on the photocopier. A it's sword. not a sword, Maggie. It, it could a, not be more of a sword. Well, the problem was it was a guillotine, which is a standard piece of office equipment. A standard piece. It is. It is. A it sword. Is. But the problem was, when she took, obviously, the big blade off from the guillotine, it was a literal sword. It was a sword. It was it like a samurai sword. It should have been an actual sword. guillotine. That would have been... I don't know. A guillotine, to me, is a thing that chops someone's head off. I well, don't yeah, know what a guillotine kind of like is. That. A guillotine is like... Something that chops someone's head off. 
it slices all the edge of your paper off. So when you need to laminate something, an A4 sheet of paper is too big to fit in an A4 laminating pouch. So you have to trim all the edges. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna accept your answer because I, true, I don't Mike, know enough it's about it. It's a real thing. Um, and that's what it was. But the problem was when she, like I said, when she pulled it off, it was, it was just a literal like samurai yeah, sword. sword. And, and she so yeah, stabbed in random people with it. it was a, that's a very minor critique, but that should have been. Yeah. The actual guillotine that would have made it just look better. Um, I would like to talk about the titanium scene. Um, <laughs> just for reference, I'm going to find out exactly the year this song released because I still can't work out why they chose this song. Because I thought, like, the whole point of this film to me, or the advertising campaign and everything, has been this is um, this is the most. It's like a, a horror film for the TikTok generation. Like Megan does dances, yeah, and stuff and all that. But Titanium came out in 2011. It's a, it's a 11-year-old song. Well, 12-year-old now. Mm. It it doesn't make sense to me. I don't. Still a bop though, Mike. And she, it, she's like, oh, don't worry about your dead mum. Bulletproof, <laughs> nothing to lose. And it's like, what? Why would that make me feel better about my dead mum? That scene was so fucking weird. I would have had more stuff like that in the film. I agree. The doll, she isn't creepy enough either. She yeah. doesn't do. She just doesn't do enough at all. No. I really like seeing her get tonight. ragged about by the dog. I thought that was very funny. What? When Megan got ragged about by the dog. Oh, so, I thought that was, was so very funny. funny. She was so defenseless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Being pulled through that. the fence. I wanted to see um, Katie, not Katie. Katie, yeah. Sorting her hair out after because it was fucked. I wonder if Jenna yeah, put was, her in Yeah, someone's had to brush that, which is weird as well. Yeah. Someone's got to like, clean her face all the time and stuff to keep her shiny. Ugh. Um... I just, like, we watched Happy Death Day again for our drinking commentary, and that, after the Blumhouse film, is so fast-paced, and you're into the, the murder and the, the chaos and everything so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know why Megan wasn't that. I don't know why there was so much of a focus on, look, it could be real. Like, I get it. Chucky could have been real. I don't need yeah, they went explanations. In, they, all the for... AI stuff and the technicalities behind making the doll was very impressive, and mm. I understood it. Well, I didn't need 45 minutes and of it. The kills were underwhelming as the well. The kills were underwhelming. There's one where, in just a completely off moment, in a completely nothing moment, uh, Gemma says to her neighbour, oh, don't spray your chemicals. Oh, no, your chemicals have got on my drive or something. Mm. And then when Megan kills her, she, like, picks up the chemical sprayer, and it's, like, pure acid or something. It seems to, like, melt her face off. Yeah. <laughs> what was she spraying on her plants? I don't know. You just want, like, the deadest garden in the world, this neighbour. This is um, well. This film makes me sad because the more we talk about it, the the more I realize how yeah. not good it was. Also, I really wanted to really like it. Final fight, very underwhelming as well. Kind of reminded yeah. me of like the Laurie Strode, Michael Myers final fight. You was just, just, you just in a knew kitchen. it was going to be that fucking Bruce robot that would. Yeah, you did. Yeah, as soon as he was introduced, and yeah. he's like cool boxing gloves that you wear to control him. Yeah. Of, yeah. But like, why are all these horror end fights just people scrapping in a in a kitchen or whatever? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I wanted more from it, but just something a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Underwhelming. Yeah. Chucky was scary. I agree. I, 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 and this Chucky's has been really bad. well reviewed, and like, I'm glad that people enjoyed it. I just I don't know what I missed for why people are enjoying it so much. To be We're honest. Too old, Mike. We're not it funny generation. though. I I didn't think it was gonna be scary. I went into this and thought it's gonna be very funny. Like I actually Death watched Day. the first trailer Happy and thought, I'm going to fucking, this looks fucking scary, yeah. I was afraid. And also, this film does the one thing that I absolutely despise, uh, except for being over two hours long. <laughs> it isn't. It's not. feels like it. Um, it does. Absolutely everything 
that's decent is in the trailer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. The weird dancing in the trailer, mm. and running on all fours, which Titanium she only does, isn't, to be fair. They held she Titanium she back. She does that once, which is scary as fuck when it she's running scary, on all yeah. fours. Not in, not Why on, don't sorry. you pull more people's ears off and stuff? That was horrible. It, oh, that, was, that was a rough watch. But that's stretching like a big squashy or something. Oh. Horrible. Grass, man. But then every other death is just tame and a stab or something. I'm, I'm holding out for this to see um, the uncut version. I yeah. really hope they release that. And we'll have to also mention there is a sequel tease that does not make a lot of sense at all. Yeah, um, it's basically... Megan, it seems like Megan's downloaded her brain into the Alexa. But it's not an Alexa. It's called like a Lithia Elsie. something, Elsie. And uh, it's an Alexa, but it has a little light on it. Yeah. And the light lights up, so you know, oh no, Megan must be in so there. So just before the end fight, um, Megan's turned all the lights up in the house. So she, Gemma says like, oh, Elsie, turn on light. And she just ignores her. Yeah. And she's asking Elsie lots of questions, just completely ignoring her. So you know from then, like, Megan's obviously done Oh, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, she just does a little light up at the end. So, so you know. um review uh not review uh we've just done a big long review score i originally gave it a four oh my, i thought you meant a four out of five oh on gosh no four oh. out of ten i yeah. Yeah, i'm gonna give it a three i i was just uh, i'm gonna give it the three from m3 again i was hmm. just I, I think it's partly because i went in with really high expectations and also just partly because of how bored i was for that first hour I, i've got to admit i wasn't bored okay well, you ready to get onto our yearly uh, who's in the hot seat? So we yeah. can only pick from the films we watched at the cinema. So Wait, okay, so M. Thregan. Or Man Called Otto. So. Oh, it's um, obviously Otto. Otto is your Otto for what? Like, you haven't told you what's yet. What's what yet? I thought we'd only watch them two. Yeah, yeah, but you don't know what the categories are. Oh, There's a Mike, lot of categories. Don't... Oh, God. So, man. it's not going to take us long, is it? It's two films for a number of categories. Look how negative you are on the podcast. I thought we'd just have a hot seat trailer film. Yeah, we do. No, 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 no. We've got some funny ones as well. It's oh a comedy God. podcast. And you know what's not funny right now? Your attitude. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like a rain cloud on this podcast. Uh, best film so far of 2023. Otto for both. Yep. Worst film. M3 for both. <laughs> Didn't need to ask. Uh, best performance. You can pick anyone from any of the films. I'm going to go Hanks. Yeah, I agree. Hanks both. Worst performance. I'm going the oh, boss. Oh, Mike, I don't like that. That's not nice. You want to get rid of worst performance? Yeah, we know it was the boss from Megan. Okay, so I'm just going to put... it probably will be the worst all year, so we don't need to do that one again. I think that's the interesting one. I think someone will top it. I don't know. Harry Styles might make another film. Oh. Jared Leto might do an Italian accent again. Mm. She the chocolate. <laughs> See, giggles, giggles. Oh, Mike was mean. S- strangest moment thro- throughout, uh, for me, it's Titanium. <laughs> I, I think that will You've take some beating. You've only made this because of that scene. No, I think there's loads of, like, last year, Morbius's post-credit scene would have probably won Strangest Moment. Or maybe hmm. the scene in Don't Worry Darling where she cling films her head for no reason. A lot of films have strange moments, and by doing this, we can compare them. Okay, Mike. You're making this podcast so negative now. <laughs> so negative. You're supposed to end on a positive note with, okay, Mike, I don't want to do it. Oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, it's horrible. Oh. Honestly, I just I can't get over the David Guess here. Okay. Which, again, I was right about. You Please were. get involved on Twitter, at Sweet Films Out. Uh, so what? what's your strangest moment? Well, yeah, titanium. Titanium, okay. Copying me. Don't want to do it, but putting no effort in. Uh, worst sequel tease. Otto's dead, so it has to be Megan. But yep. again, that I'm hoping for more. That one's in there more for superhero films and stuff. 
Well, yeah. Megan won't keep that. No. Um, most pleasant surprise. Uh-oh. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then biggest disappointment is, is Megan. Yep. But I think they're going to change a lot. I don't think a lot of those will stay the same. Well, yeah, because we're going to watch more than two films. Well, yeah, I know, but I think maybe... Maybe biggest disappointment Megan might hold down for me. I think it will take some doing for a film to... Just yeah. I, I love a horror film and I don't get I just don't understand how it was so wrong. Um But yeah, we'll see. We will see we will next see. week. These come out every Monday, unless they're late, like this week, in which case it comes out on Wednesday. <laughs> uh uh drinking commentaries go up every Thursday. This Thursday's is Fantasy Island, another Blumhouse film that is Oh, is it better than Megan? Yeah. Oh, I think it is too. I think it's just a funnier watch. I mean, we it's were a drunk. Watch, but we yeah, were, we were drunk. drunk so. um, they go up every Thursday, and uh, drunk debates go up every other Wednesday. So next Wednesday we'll have one, and let us know what you'd like us to debate about whilst drunk. Maybe best DreamWorks character to go oh. for Puss in Boots. Who would win in a fight, Puss or Donkey? <laughs> donkey. Uh, yeah. So thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you next time. We will. Goodbye. Bye.